Hello and welcome back. We are reading Chapter 17 of Anne of the Island. A letter from Davy. It's beginning to snow, girls, said Phil, coming in one November evening. And there are the loveliest little stars and crosses all over the garden walk. I never noticed before what exquisite things snowflakes really are. One has time to notice things like that in the simple life. Bless you all for permitting me to live it. It's really delightful to feel worried because butter has gone up five cents a pound. Has it? demanded Stella, who kept the household accounts. It has, and here's your butter. I'm getting quite expert at marketing. It's better fun than flirting, concluded Phil gravely. Everything is going up scandalously, sighed Stella. Never mind. Thank goodness air and salvation are still free, said Aunt Jemisina. And so is laughter, added Anne. There's no tax on it yet, and that is well, because you're all going to laugh presently. I'm going to read you Davy's letter. His spelling has improved immensely this past year, though he is not strong on apostrophes and certainly possesses the gift of writing an interesting letter. Listen and laugh before we settle down to the evening study grind. Dear Anne, ran Davy's letter, I take up my pen to tell you that we're all pretty well and hope this will find you the same. It's snowing some today and Marilla says the old woman in the sky is shaking her feather beds. Is the old woman in the sky God's wife, Anne? I want to know. Mrs. Lynde has been real sick, but she is better now. She fell down the cellar stairs last week again. When she fell, she grabbed hold of the shelf with all the milk pails and stew pans on it, and it gave way and went down with her and made a splendid crash. Marilla thought it was an earthquake at first. One of the stew pans was all dinged up and Mrs. Lynde strained her ribs. The doctor came and gave her medicine to rub on her ribs, but she didn't understand him and took it all inside instead. The doctor said it was a wonder it didn't kill her. But it didn't, and it cured her ribs, and Mrs. Lynn says doctors don't know much anyhow. But we couldn't fix up the stew pan. Marilla had to throw it out. Thanksgiving was last week. There was no school, and we had a great dinner. I ate mince pie and rust turkey and fruit cake and donuts and cheese and jam and chocolate cake. Marilla said I'd die, but I didn't. Dora had ear cake after an earache after it, only it wasn't in her ears, it was in her stomach, and I didn't have earache anywhere. Our new teacher is a man. He does things for jokes. Last week he made us all the third class boys write a composition on what kind of wife we'd like to have, and the girls on what kind of husband. He laughed fit to kill when he read mine. This was mine. I thought you'd like to see it. The kind of wife I want to have. She must have good manners and get my meals on time and do what I tell her and always be very polite to me. She must be 15 years old. She must be good to the poor and keep her house tidy and be good-tempered and go to church regularly. She must be very handsome and have curly hair. If I get a wife that is just like that, I'll be an awful good husband to her. 
I think a woman ought to be awful good to her husband. Some poor women haven't any husbands. The end. I was at Mrs. Isaac Wright's funeral at White Sands last week. The husband of the corpse felt real sorry. Mrs. Lynde says Mrs. Wright's grandfather stole a sheep, but Marilla says we mustn't speak ill of the dead. Why mustn't we, Anne? I want to know. It's pretty safe, ain't it? Mrs. Lynde was awful mad the other day because I asked her if she was alive in Noah's time. I didn't mean to hurt her feelings. I just wanted to know. Was she, Anne? Mr. Harrison wanted to get rid of his dog, so he hunged him once, but he come to life and scooted for the barn while Mr. Harrison was digging the grave. So he hunged him again, and he stayed dead that time. Mr. Harrison has a new man working for him. He's awful awkward. Mr. Harrison says he is left-handed in both his feet. Mr. Barry's hired man is lazy. Mrs. Barry says that, but Mr. Barry says he ain't lazy exactly, only he thinks it easier to pray for things than to work for them. Mrs. Harmon Andrews' prized pig that she talks so much died of in a fit. Mrs. Lynde says it was a judgment on her for pride, but I think it was hard on the pig. Milty Bolter has been sick. The doctor gave him medicine and it tasted horrid. I offered to take it for him for a quarter, but the bolters are so mean. Milty says he'd rather take it himself and save his money. I asked Mrs. Bolter how a person will go catching a man, and she got awful mad and said she didn't know. She'd never chased men. The AVIS is going to paint the hall again. They're tired of having it blue. The new minister was here to tea last night. He took three pieces of pie. If I did that, Mrs. Lynn would call me Piggy. And he ate fast and took big bites, and Marilla's always telling me not to do that. Why can ministers do what boys can't? I want to know. I haven't any more news. Here are six kisses. X, 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 X. Dora sends one. Here's hers. X. Your loving friend, David Keith. P.S. And who was the devil's father? I want to know. That's the end of chapter 17. Oh, how silly and lighthearted. We will see you next time with chapter 18 titled, Miss Josephine Remembers the Anne Girl. Bye-bye.